All right. When's the show begin? Um, as soon as you you guys are done, are you done? No, we're gonna keep oh. going. This is the show. <laughs> Daddy, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. Are you ready? Are you ready for this conversation? I don't know. I've been preparing for this all week. <laughs> Sandy, what's your safe word? Um, I'm gonna go with banana hammock. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word. I'm Amp. I'm Miss Christopher. And today we have an appealing guest uh, who definitely knows how to split hairs. Sandy, welcome to <laughs> the show. No, wait what? a second. <laughs> like a banana. You said banana. Banana hammock. Oh, right. Got split. you. Okay. I, you have I to forgot, keep up with the puppies' I forgot puns. that you're like pun a minute. Fucking yeah. Hell. Okay. Here yeah. we go. Are you ready for some? Maybe maybe Sandy's ready for some punishment. No, wait a second. Do you just go by? <laughs> Don't right into it. stop it. Do you go by just Sandy or that Sandy? I mean, my name is Sandy. Right. But everyone and calls the, him. But do people now Sandy. come up to you and say, where's that Sandy? <laughs> do they yeah, do sometimes. that? Because that's your well, name, right? Well, the original the original thought behind the name was um, I have a, my best friend is a essentially seven foot drag queen. Oh, and who's is in it? East London. <laughs> yeah, who? Who, um, yeah, he's is that in or out but of like, heels? In heels, in heels, oh, okay. in heels. But he basically, um, we would be around the kind of East London club circuit quite a bit, and people would often. I would always be around and like carrying his shit. I was basically like his little. I feel like he was. I was assistant without being. Whoop paid to do it was his name or sandy being, or, or, or recognized that i was being his assistant i mean i know how that is was his name <laughs> sandy what anyway welcome to the show we have to actually introduce who sandy is because everyone's oh. like what are they talking about probably <laughs> yeah i'm talking about some seven foot drag queen <laughs> today on the anyway. show uh we have good friend of the show as well as uh the youtubes you've been on our show before uh sandy who is for all intents and purposes, a kinkster, but also helps to run and manage Recon. Um, and for those who don't know, Recon is a gay dating app uh, for kinky people. It's basically the only app I use for hooking up. Honestly, same. Yeah. I, I deleted the other apps a, a long Shut while ago. Up, no, no honestly. Honestly, not just because you're here. For kinksters, it's the best because it's kind of like a little resume. You can see through their yeah. pictures what they are qualified or experienced at and you can yeah. also and they're everyone's very truthful about what they're looking for and like 70 percent or 60 percent or 40 percent top or yeah. bottom uh it's really helpful yeah <laughs> so. and it's got it's got some good uh some good features to it like telling you when someone's new so you know to be a little wary if it might be a catfish um and then you guys are also yeah. just really good at moderation and uh and specifically the one of the reasons that we had you on our show on the YouTube's forever go was to talk about representation. You guys are probably um, the best form of, or the best example of representation when it comes to things like dating apps and just the front facing, not only personalities, no offense to you, of course, you are a wonderful personality, but also just the media you guys put out, your, your zines, um, the posters that you have for your events. Like it's very inclusive. And that was one of the, yeah. the more, I think, impactful conversations we had had on the channel for, for a while and i i've been used recon this is now turning into an advertisement uh i've used recon <laughs> ever since it used to be called world leatherman and then you, oh wow and so really had, back in the day i back in the day i love this i like You're showing your age right when now. i used to drive my model t ford um and <laughs> 
but then you guys changed and you became a little corporate and you put in all because you used to have a, like Rubberman and a bunch of other uh, splintered sites and you all came yeah. into recon and Just but I amalgamated them all. I didn't really see them out at events per se. Um, everyone used it, and it wasn't until you came along that I started seeing the recon booth. And then that's when, because I'm at events, I kept seeing you and this huge firecracker energy just running through the crowd. <laughs> but it was it was refreshing, right? It, it made me feel yeah. like this app now was part of our community. And I really appreciated that a lot. So. That's really funny because the events actually started even before I got there. So I've been working at Recon for, I think this is my seventh year. Mm. Um, and... I, and it's been going for actually 20 years. The event's probably about 14, 15 years. What did they used to do at events? Cause I don't recall seeing them. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think when I came in, I I gave it a bit of a boost yeah. um, in terms of maybe the visibility front of things. Cause my whole background was in marketing and media. And that was what I was doing before I entered kind of this space. So I kind of knew how to, I guess, make a bit more noise <laughs> than they were. You definitely know how before. to make more noise. <laughs> so Sometimes if, I, you, I, if you've never seen Sandy in action, it's like pulling a string on a top and just like, like through yeah, the market. Like yes. like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think I'll, I'll take credit for maybe giving them a bit of a boost. And I definitely think that even before I got there, you know, they were they were really focusing on representation, but mm. they just weren't making any noise about it. I suppose they were, mm. and to and maybe to a degree, you know, they were playing it safe in terms of representation. So, mm. you know, instead of having you know, you know, a whole cast of models um, all being very diverse, maybe there was one or two. Um, but I kind of just went in there and realized that actually the members are the people that need to be represented instead of making these fictional characters because you know often you know when you well you guys know when you hire models they don't know anything about the gear they don't know anything about the scene they don't know anything about fetish and kink so mm -hmm. you, i kind of wanted something that was more authentic so i started going to the members and being like hey do you want to be featured in this and that's mm -hmm. kind of how the world of recon and the community aspect of things kind of grew because i felt like it was really important to represent the people that were on the app because, you know, also yeah. it then reinforces the fact that these are real people on the app as well, as opposed to being these, like, fictional, aspirational... Tom of Finland, leather daddies. Wearing their harness on, upside down and backwards on Instagram. Now, now, did you get any pushback from, like, the old establishment, like, old guard leather? Because they're used to being this certain gruff and tough demeanor. I don't know. Did you push back, Daddy? Although the number... <laughs> the no, I didn't. But the number of profiles on there where it's this, like, full bluff guy with <laughs> their background is a bed full of teddy bears, <laughs> that always cracks me up. <laughs> I know, right, guys? Tidy up your rooms as we take pictures. Yes. Bloody hell. Um, okay, so I think that it's kind of gone on a journey. When I first started, I was so acutely aware of how how I was supposed to present myself sure so you know like you just said this kind of like leather daddy strict gear yeah. very serious yeah. I just didn't I could yeah oh uh, yeah daddy. yeah like I couldn't <laughs> no, go, go on go on uh -huh. I, I uh -huh. could never ever 
you know, subscribed to that way because it just wasn't in my being. So right. I felt very like an imposter to begin with. Mm. Um, and and in all honesty, being kinky wasn't something that was really on my radar at the like when I first started. How long so have I really you been have in the a, scene at that time? Literally, maybe. I've been, I've been to a few parties before I even joined the company. Yeah. Like, and, that's how... And you talked about that on, I think, your first podcast. And I did not know that about you because I just always yeah. thought you were a little kinky. But you, you talk about how your first fetish was just Adidas shoes and sports gear, yeah. right? Yeah, so, sports gear. Like, which is valid, jokes. but it didn't have a spotlight in our community. No, not so, really. So and I... And I the community seems no. to have a big tent now that that encompasses all fetishes, which I like. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was part of you know when I came in, it's kind of I, I suppose I started making the changes that I wanted to see because I wanted to feel less of an imposter, if I'm being honest, and and more included. But but you know to to answer your question about whether um, there was pushback, I think that. Because, because I felt like an imposter, I was trying to change things. And also I recognized that other people wanted to have access to the scene, but maybe felt like they were imposters or didn't feel like, you know, they could be part of it because that part of their personality wasn't the same as this strict leather daddy. Right. Um, there was a bit of this tension, I think, where people were trying to understand <laughs> what, what I was all about and also what um, I think um, as the world of fetish and kink kind of grows, what needs to happen in order for it to evolve and survive. And I think mm. that that's kind of like, you know, gone away because, you know, and I do thank like the medium of like our YouTube channel and also the articles and the zine and all that kind of stuff, because it enabled me to explain, you know, the story and the stories of other people mm. to people to kind of think, oh, actually this is fine. And it's fine that it, that it changes and it's fine that, you know, not everyone is the same. Um, yeah. So occasionally there's pushback, but I, I think that I also try and respect the heritage of the kink scene as well. I understand there are rules. I understand that there's disciplines and I understand that people want to subscribe to that culture, mm. but I also want people to understand that, you know, being maybe a bit more flexible or open or, um, you know, amalgamating all these different fetish interests and cultures and kind of creating your own look aesthetic feeling you know sexual desire is fine as well so it's it's all love it's giving people, <laughs> yeah no absolutely it's giving people this space and i mean like looking back y 10 years ago you could never predict that like puppies would be a huge thing oh, yeah, or I was that say that too yeah or that like just how playful and comic booky a lot of people's looks would get and like latex would take off and be super like super superhero-y everywhere like abdl would have a seat at the table kind yeah of it's it's hard to and you guys actually do a pretty good job of like forecasting i guess like and coming from the top the big leather bottoms and from the bottom we have an upfront of puppies you know um <laughs> well that's what i like about recon the most is it's their profile is their menu of what they like kink wise so you can tell if you're a match or not like i've been in a relationship before like recon was as big as it is where i got together with just he said he was kinky so but five <laughs> five years in, I discovered his kink was latex and mine was leather and we weren't really meshing. So it, it's very yeah. possible to not even ha share the same kinks with someone that you're partnering with. Uh, so this yeah. is really helpful that I like. But I like I like the story of like coming into it with just 
sneakers or, or more <laughs> of a sport athletic fetish, which I totally get. Um, and definitely saw a lot more of that branding back in the day on Recon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious. Are, like, you trying, are you trying to say that that was my fault? No, no, no. no. I, I didn't say fault. Uh, Im- impression, maybe. I don't like, think he was assigning yeah. blame, no. Okay, if anything, it was daddy's fault. It was daddy's yeah, fault. It's always my um, fault. <laughs> I'm used to that. I'm curious, though, like, how did that evolve for you? Like, how did your presence in the scene both maybe reflect being an ambassador for the for recon, but also just allowing you that space to kind of figure out who you are, um, even when you had pushback? Because I know when I was just coming out into the scene, there was always pushback from some older person who's not really open to the new generation who wasn't really making that space and was trying to cement themselves i'm sure you met a lot of roadblocks that kind of influenced yourself in that it doesn't have to be older person either i've seen it in the (laughs) okay sorry sorry no that is a fair call out not trying to be ageist i'm speaking from my own personal experience personally And I and I think, like I said, I think the media the media that we use on Recon has really helped because people got to know my personality and kind of understand that I wasn't a threatening force within the scene and trying and they understood the message that I was trying to go on. Mm-hmm. And I think that people just kind of like vibe towards me. So it it, it did help that people kind of knew my personality you, and weren't. You afraid. do have a warm vibe that is very I tr- disarming. I try. You do. I try. <laughs> but 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 I think that my my honestly my own kink journey is really complicated because it is so drenched in what I do for work. Mm. So there's always been this push and pull about um kind of like professional and also kind of like having fun too Mm. um and i went through a phase of once i realized i could just be myself and people accepted me for being myself then that's when i really tried that's when i really you know embraced all these different things and kind of found i think the first thing was kind of found my i don't want to make it sound really like um shallow but my gear aesthetic do you know what I mean my kink aesthetic was really important to me because outside of this this is really something funny I think that as kinksters we always forget that there's a world outside and that other things influence and make us who we are and I don't want to ever lose that and for me something outside of kink and fetish style is really important to me right aesthetics kind of I really like fashion and all that kind of stuff so finding my gear aesthetic especially as we were going out to parties and all that kind of stuff I had to gear up I had to do certain things I wanted to feel like I was being true to myself as well so that's why I think rubber and latex is really cool because it does kind of mold and shape your own body and I felt super sexy and I felt like I could be flexible in terms of the style, the material, the colors, and all that kind of stuff. And that's not to say that I haven't had my leather moments or whatever else. Um, but for me, I feel more authentic in in rubber. And when I started to be able to like customize stuff and that whole part of me, and I, you know, I'm really lucky that I have the ability or the resources to kind of do that. Um, but that's when I kind of really flourished and I realized, oh, I can just kind of be me, but in this kind of aesthetic. And then I suppose from a sexual point of view, again, there's this push and pull about like, (laughs) as I became more well-known in the scene, my hesitation about playing with people became 
well you don't want those receipts <laughs> existing you don't want someone to like come out in a year and be like oh he was the worst even though he's the best yeah, you know, yeah. but also people <laughs> and yeah exactly it's, it's it's this push and pull again about like people look at you and already have an impression about how you're going to be in bed so I'm gonna because I'm the brand director of Recon. I'm gonna be the kinkiest. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna throw you around and I'm gonna beat you up and I'm gonna yeah. do and I'm gonna do shit to you that will that you will never ever. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. that kind of build up. And I'm thinking to myself, often when I meet people, it's at these events that I've been working at for like 13 hours, and I'm like, that is the last thing I want to do. People don't realize how <laughs> exhausting it is. Like when when we go to events, we rarely play because at night you're just so tired. Yeah. Yeah, standing and talking to people people is exhausting. If I'm on the booth for like, let's say even like, you know, eight hours, right? I'm like, I'm on the booth for eight hours. You can do the rounds. Bring me a drink every single time that you want to come talk to me. And that's cute. Oh, oh, oh. Can I just say that? The best way to get on my good side is bring me a drink at the booth. (laughs) Because the drink lines are so long and you can't leave the booth. So everyone's like coming to your table with a drink and you're like, oh, can I have a sip of your beer? Yeah. Bring me a drink. Bring me a drink. Bring me a drink. I will fuck you that night. Bring me a drink. (laughs) Give me. No, but you have. No, you have to make. You have to do the rounds. Like, I have to be like have a moment with you and then you can go away and then come back like in an hour or two sure and yeah, if don't, I, don't if hover. I see you at least <laughs> <laughs> if i see you maybe four times and you're you know brave enough not brave enough mm. that's not the right word um if you're patient enough Persistent. to wait around at the end <laughs> for me while i'm packing up by all means and you if you if you home. help pack up that's always a bonus <laughs> i mean if you i have had a couple of people do that and that's really oh, noble but you too. don't you don't you don't have to do that we have a whole team that will do be doing that however <laughs> if you're willing to stick around do you know the best that you'll get a cuddle in bed because i'm cuddle. in bed <laughs> What you're fucking wow, doing. you are a power cuddler, though. I bet. If you pack the booth, <laughs> then you can pack the sandy. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. There you go. I'll, I'll have energy in the morning, and we can have sex in the morning if you want. But I'm not doing it. I probably, I doubt. There's been a couple of times where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it, and just, I'm just gonna. You're such a push my way You're such it. a giver. I, I just, I do it for the, I do it for the culture. Do you ever lure someone back to your bed with the promise of sex and then just cuddle them? Is that a Sandy trap? Um, no, because I would, I'm always up front. Oh, did I miss that? (laughs) That that was pretty on par for this podcast. People don't expect the jokes from daddy. I know. Every once in a while I have one. Four. Wow. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. Four play. Wow. You guys, he's, you he's, guys are so, he's an athletic are, kingster. You should like this. <laughs> you guys are so, so made for each other. It's wonderful. Uh, isn't that great? Isn't that great? Um, but no, and then, and then, yeah, my, so my journey is kind of like, I, I always get worried about whether someone wants to kind of have sex with me to genuinely have sex with me or whether, and, and, and if it's going to be, if they, they're in their. Oh, you're worried they're star perception, fuckers? Sorry. Are you worried they're star fuckers? They're just fucking you for your notoriety. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to make me sound like I'm like it. Uh-oh. I was helping you. Oh. No, 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 no. Because I have, and these people, if they're listening, know who they are. I've had people that be like, yeah, so we had sex the other day. Can I have t- better tickets? And I'm like, 
No. Oh, oh, they fuck you for event things. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, all the old trade comes out of the woodworks when around that fetish week is coming. Oh, I and bet. Was, I, I didn't even think of that. And it to a point where we control like nothing. Week, sorry, we don't have this problem. We control nothing, so no one sleeps <laughs> with us or anything. But like around, like the week before fetish week is when people get uh, really like all the old trade comes out of the woodwork, and it's like, oh hi, you're looking tickets. really good I on your mean... Instagram. And then I'm like, oh. it got to a point one year that I I had to post on my social media. Like, I had this perfect gif of me like twirling around and giving the finger. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> if you are asking for better street tickets, this is going to be my response because <laughs> yeah. it was getting crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but yeah. So I I no I don't want to say notoriety, but it's like I I often feel like maybe. What's the agenda? I'm always suspect of what, about what the agenda is. You, well, you definitely have a spotlight. And now that you've branched out to doing videos and podcasting, uh, your name is getting out there a little more. The podcasting is so fun, though. How do you like podcasting? Wait, was that sand tea? Was that some sand, <laughs> sand tea? tea? <laughs> Sandy sand tea? Oh, Sandy just died <laughs> oh on, the, on, the, on the Zoom call. He's having a conniption. <laughs> oh, my God, sand tea. That's really cute. I'm going to use that. Consider that no, it. we've got dad tea. You can't steal that. <laughs> oh, dad, speaking of... Okay, okay, everyone's favorite. Sandy, this is the part where daddy complains about something. So this is topical, actually, because this happened to me again this week. Why has it got to be about the tops? And it's on recon. So I have a problem oh. with... No, it's not <laughs> recon itself. Do I, need, Sandy. do I need to put my, my top No, it's not recon itself. But okay. you know how I just said that I like recon because it has a menu of things? Yes. Well, there are also empty profiles and empty pictures. And what yes. I hate is when those profiles hit me up in my inbox, in my message box, and they always start with, well, I mean, thankfully, the one thing I do like about Recon is you don't get many sups and stuff Yay. like you do on other sites. Mm -hmm. But I do get a lot of, I need you to fuck me. I need you to destroy my ass. I need you to, oh. I need you, I need you. And I'm like, okay. What about what I need? <laughs> so if you're coming, I'm not a sex toy you pull off a shelf. I hate yeah. that, especially if you're a sub and you're approaching me to do something to you. Don't start with I need. I agree. <laughs> I hate I agree. it. I agree. I agree. I fully endorse and support this message. I hate that so much oh my as God. well. And then especially when if give you... you like a list of things that they want you to do. And it's to like, them. girl, hello. <laughs> like, I charge by the hour, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> I need your credit card. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Show me your bank account. Oh, my God. No, and it just, it, it never ceases. And then they don't have a picture of themselves. So you don't even know who you're talking you to. You guys live such hard lives of being propositioned no, all the time. Just, oh. <laughs> oh. The audacity you know of someone I to message I, you. I really, I really don't. But like, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't like it when people give me a list of things uh, that well. they they want you that. to do to them. I get that. I don't get start that. with that. It, it feels exhausting already. I haven't even like. Yeah, exactly. We haven't even. It's exhausting. We haven't even like taught like touched fingers yet. Like I don't know. I just. What is this list of things? 
So that it was my like tea this week. Fest. So it was very topical. You were on the show for that one because that happened, and I'm just not happy with people, it. People, people. I'm. Do you know what? And you have a you have a right to be. I think that people that don't have profile photos and um, text on their profiles should have a seat because it, they need to just like have a seat and actually write some shit on their profile. Oh, <laughs> so speaking that, of writing about shit, here's uh, the other thing that irks me about uh, profiles is the ones that are like, I'm into everything except scat. Except <laughs> it's like, why is that the first conversation? I mean, <laughs> truthfully, I think that's a majority of people, not everybody, but I don't think you have to put it blatantly on your profile. <laughs> That's the person that you tie up, put in a sleep sack, yeah. say, oh, you don't have any limits? Here's It's a Small World After All for three hours in headphones, <laughs> and you just leave them there. They will either A, really enjoy that song afterwards, or B, have limits after that scene. I just feel that if, you, if you're into scat, you're going to have a conversation about it. I don't think you have to yeah. put up that oh, red sure. flag also out that. there. Yeah right up front sure. it's like yeah. wouldn't that be a brown nobody's flag? gonna yeah, yeah no <laughs> it, would be. it would be a brown flag. <laughs> but the, 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 the thing is when i read those profile that's all i think about then after i move i moved on and i don't want to talk to you <laughs> how, how do we feel about the term i'm open-minded open-minded what does that mean uh, it sounds like that person is open to just about anything and they're trying to say that they are embarrassed about something that they're into and hoping that you check the box for them so they can be like, oh, me too. Um, okay. In oh, my I, own experience. Wait, how often? I don't see open-minded very often. Well, when when, <laughs> when having conversations <laughs> about some people. Well, no, I'm just, I'm again, personal experiences. Whenever I've mm. run into someone that's like, I'm open-minded and that you're kind of into, so you're happy to have that conversation, but it's like pulling teeth to get what they're actually into. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, for sure. And and at least in my cases, it was usually someone that was a little embarrassed about a kink that they had that they knew that you were kind of into or might have been listed on your profile. They want mm. you to bring that up if it's like pet play or I'm I'm thinking of one specific instance of a guy that like eventually we got to it, but he was into diapers and he wanted to get into like some diaper play. And while I'm not into it and I was definitely not shaming him, the second I was like, well, that's not really my thing, disappeared. Like the mm -hmm. guy disappeared. And I felt bad because I was like, I'm not, I'm not shaming. Don't feel bad. Judging. He canceled you. I know. No, no. I guess I feel bad because there's this, there, there is absolutely this like cultural um, perspective that like some kinks are worse than others. And I'm always mm -hmm. of the mindset of like, don't yuck someone else's yum. But also mm -hmm. you're into some kinky, dark shit that you don't want to share with everyone. And that's okay too. You know, yeah. it's just like, it's like everybody has that, that mindset of like, my kinks are valid and better than this person's kinks because yeah. I'm into it. Which is yes, just terrible. I, I have to. I have to be really careful sometimes. Like, so the podcast has really brought out and enabled us, I think, on Recon to speak a bit more freely about things that maybe we don't always get a chance to on, like the videos or the articles or, sure. or the magazine and stuff like that. And it's really interesting. We were talking the other day about um, what we're into and other kind of fetish interests that maybe aren't listed on Recon. And we were sitting there and I was like, oh, we have to be really careful about like not doing that, that creating that spectrum of like, this is an acceptable kink and this is a really like, oh, yucky yeah. Kink, well, you guys did that episode of like what's coming next on like the tags on Recon, yeah. which I thought was fascinating yeah, yeah, yeah. from a mm. not only content creation perspective, but like moderation perspective, but also what's Sandy actually into perspective, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's, that's what everyone wants to know. Everyone wants exactly. to know what I'm into, sure. which is... It changes. And Fair. are you into grumpy yeah. daddies? 
I, do you know what? I've always been into you. So Aww. do you, do you know the thing? You don't realize, I don't think you remember this, but I actually met you in Berlin, Christopher, for the first time. The I first remember. time we ever, ever met you. Yes, you remember? Right, we were in Berlin. Wait. In that house party. Uh-huh. Oh. We were in a very, let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. So it was Easter <laughs> Berlin. On. Okay, Easter I'm Berlin. glad that you remember. I remember right, this because it was one of my favorite moments. Is it bad I don't remember this? You, yes, you might just and I'm, and I'm hurt and oh. destroyed. <laughs> so I Oops. had we, we went. To, I was flying with you hard. Oh yes, no, day. no, no. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I had just gotten off a however long flight from San Francisco to Berlin. Uh, Daddy had already been there a day or two. I like, had another boy at the time, so I was juggle, I was juggling. You were not already. juggling. I, I was, was juggling. Here's I was a, a ball on the floor already <laughs> watching you try to juggle one ball with two hands. Like, I was just spectating at that point. But I had just gotten in, literally. I had quickly taken a shower. We went to dinner, and then we immediately went to this party that you were at, Sandy. And it was in this little, like, apartment in Berlin. Yeah. But it was wall-to-wall books. It looked like this little library. It had this yeah. sexy it was a great party. Hallway. I remember the party, for sure. They didn't yeah. take any of your money at the beginning, but they gave you like a little stamp on your arm That's and like German. tracked yeah. your drinks. That's very German. Yeah. And then this like main smoking room overlooking the city. It was just gorgeous. And me and Daddy are kind of like lounging in the corner. We didn't know anyone at this party. We had gotten an invite from one of Daddy's friends. And then out of nowhere, this... How tall are you, Sandy? You're like... Five I'm five, five seven. And a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> five, I was gonna say five seven. So no, Sandy, a uh, ball of up. energy, five foot five, comes over and he just looks us up and down, looks daddy mostly, but he's talking to me, and he goes, "I know you." <laughs> I say that. Okay, go on. What else did I say? I can't See, he has a good memory. I do not, and I probably, I might have been stoned. Probably. I remember well because I remember Sandy specifically because he was the only person that was forward enough to come up and say hello. Oh, to us. that's right. No that one was, was talking bubbly. To us. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't just looking at us from the corner of the room, but saw us and then literally like skipped on over. And I mean yeah. that in a nice way, like tons of energy. <laughs> it's like I know you too. I watch you girls on the internet, and I was just like. Again, speaking from like the person who goes to a lot of events, I'm used to people being like, I watch YouTube or or something like that. And I'm always very grateful. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm Sandy and I, I run Recon. Um, and so I want to talk to you guys. What do you and like introduce himself she right was, away? She was networking She's somebody. at party. No, but I respected it because you were so friendly and nice and then immediately started like like so, touching all over daddy and i was just like enjoying it because daddy wasn't sure what to do didn't know who you were yet but then i think he, you had like messaged him beforehand on an app of some kind yeah. so he kind of you no know, you kind of warmed up to him was oh like my oh God. we're talking like four or five years ago though aren't yeah. we okay yeah. some my of us, memory is not good some of us remember <laughs> nice experiences I remember I like you at the booth at Berlin. Just pouring into you, just like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So I don't remember me just skipping over. That, uh, sounds, that does sound like me, though. Well, the, the, that was only the first skip over. I remember you skipped over to me once at MAL, too, while I'm trying to eat my dinner. Out of I like the dog that we bowl. skipped over the conversation <laughs> of you not remembering when we met Sandy. <laughs> no, but I, I definitely remember when he came over when I was eating out of a dog bowl in the lobby. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, wow. I have it on video. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> You're oh, like, I are you okay? You were shouting, yeah. are you okay? 
What's your safe word? You guys are you guys are terrible podcasters. So we were sitting in the lobby of a, a leather yeah, convention. Set scene. Set scene. We were, sorry, sorry. I was subbing there was, to a dog. There was lovely like French like there music going on in the background, you know, like yeah. we're sitting at this lovely table. The Dom pulls out a dog bowl. Uh so daddy had a sir. I was invited to dinner. Daddy was in a collar. I was just watching. The sir's like, Oh, you're gonna get a burger? You might want to get something we can put in a bowl. And daddy's just like Burr? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then the waiter comes by with this soup that you order and the, the your sir pulls out the bowl he's like can you actually put it in here and you look terrified but also humiliated but also hilarious and start eating out of the, the bowl on the floor sandy does his little once over again he's just walking the through the hall, lobby <laughs> walking through the hall like the lobby sees me waves and i say hi and so you come over and say hello and then you notice daddy on the floor with a dog bowl eating soup <laughs> And you just you you light up. You go. <gasps> How can I make this situation even, even better? More even better. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. Because <laughs> truthfully, the only people watching me were like the four tables around me at that point, because yeah. <laughs> they were kind of blocking me from view. Then you start yeah. screaming. Like, yeah, I do. I do remember. I remember going. Are you all right, man? Are you okay? Go, yeah. Are you, Are okay? you okay? okay? I was like, what's your safe word? Yeah, that was good. That's probably like the top 10 funniest moments that I've ever done, actually. <laughs> you my know, favorite I, I have that video. I'll put it up on our Patreon. My favorite part was how proud of yourself you were that you no. said, what's your safe yeah. word? I know. You end right? it, you go, bam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. Oh, and man, then he just runs away. So funny. <laughs> I'm hilarious. You're, you are. You are hilarious. I'm so, much fun, I'm so much fun to be around. And this is why I'm glad you're doing podcasts now because your personality really shines. And I have to say oh, that right. you direct the conversation. Like, our podcast yeah. is good because the puppy knows how to direct and keep on task and do continue, continue verbal yes. descriptions uh -huh. of things. Compliment me. Compliment as, me. <laughs> as you just saw. Yes, yes. You do the same. And um, yeah. so I, j I just had like a nine hour. I, I went to Palm Springs uh, for somebody's birthday and I had a nine hour car ride and I put on your podcast for the first time. Recon, just see what it is. And I kind of um, didn't do it before because it just seemed like heavy topics. And I just yeah. I, I didn't have the time to sit down and listen to them all. And yeah. so far, you've done five podcasts, right? Six? Yeah, we've done five. Okay. They're monthly because she's busy booked and blast. I, I started. <laughs> I started listening to the first one about uh, drugs and kink, and I yeah. was hooked. And then I've just like binge listened to everything, and um, you tackle really serious topics in our community, which I don't think very many people do. I mean, you do a deep dive into it. Well, that was the thing, like the podcasting has been on the agenda for years now. And my team, different people in my team are like, we should do a podcast. We should do, and I was just like, we do so much already. Like I can't add another thing to maintain. I'm so tired. Cause the thing that people don't realize is that I think people just think that I just get a microphone and I just do the thing on, on, on screen and that's it. But I'm actually the producer behind all of these things, you know, the, I'm produce the events, I produce the content and I oversee everything that goes on on Recon as well. Like, well, not the product side, that's the boring side, but all the fun stuff that you see <laughs> and the more of the community aspects of stuff, um, I'm behind all of it, you know? So it's really, it's quite overwhelming sometimes. Um, so when obviously um, COVID-19 pandemic, <laughs> the last mm -hmm. hurrah, 
kind of came into full effect, I was like, okay, this is this seems like the perfect time to do it. We're not doing events. We've got this gap. We've got this time. Let's do the podcast. And I said to the team, look, if we're going to do it, I want to make sure that we're doing something that is different to anything else that we've done. Gives us the opportunity to really deep dive, like you said, and and talks about stuff that's really going on and affecting our community because yeah. I think it's just really important. And I feel like, you know, when I first joined, there was no way that we could be having these conversations. Yeah. Um, and now I feel like we've pushed the narrative so far that actually we have got almost like a mandate from our members to talk about, you know, drugs, to talk about um, what the next one we're doing is about like different <clears throat> kinky relationships and dynamics and the perceptions and all that kind of stuff, you know, I really want to deep dive into all of these things, um, you know. So, well, it, I it's great was adamant that I was going to be like that. You're you're really leading. That's a, you're leading a community by doing that. Yeah. Um, uh, and especially, guys, especially stop when, it. when look, wait I'm, a sec, I, I know you. You're from the internet. Wait, oh wait, this, wait, if Sandy, you are you are you from the, the Recon Podcast? Oh my are god, are you from the yes. Recon Podcast? Yeah, yeah, if I I'm saw you at a Sandy. party, I would talk to you forever. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Now that's the great thing. People come over to me and do that to me, you know? and, that's, and that's and that's really lovely, you know, to see. To, and and the podcast is kind of like reinforced that as well. I have got so many messages already from people being just like, and it's really embarrassing to to get this type of um, gratitude where people are just like, thank you so much for just doing what you're doing. Well, there's you no know, other medium really out nice. there to do this on anymore. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. used to be in my day and age uh, when Coke was a nickel, uh, we would read the pages. Of, <laughs> of, in glass bowls. <laughs> glass bowls. <laughs> Dog bowls. Uh, and so uh, we'd get it from the pages of the magazine, Drummer Magazine, and they were kind of yeah. the leader and taught impact play and rope bondage and yeah. lots of fetish scenarios and stuff. But we don't have that anymore. Uh, people no, don't read I... magazines, for one. But this is also a really great interactive way that you hear voices from the community. Um, yeah. And everyone you've had on the show is just amazingly smart and has amazing insight into it um i i was hooked yeah. so oh thank you well, really, i'm glad that you enjoy it the topics aren't just something that people don't talk about but you guys do a good job of um getting good guests so like when you did chem and kink that was to someone who was a bit more knowledgeable on the topic. I remember specifically the legally bound episode. Legally bound was good. Yeah, was and the I want most to, interesting. Because I want to do had, more with Sesta Foster on that. You had a lawyer who not only knew the legalities, but had worked in like porn related legal yeah. matters, like what's legal yeah. to produce, and 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 just the way that he deep dived into that was fascinating. So. Yeah. And, and yeah, Miles Jackman, he's a he's an amazing mm -hmm. um, obscenity lawyer, um, and Scully actually had had made contact with him. So I can't take credit for finding him, but he he was amazing, and he was really open to kind of just answering all of our questions. So yeah, yeah he was awesome. Sure, and and now that the laws are cracking down on social media about nudity and everything, and you've had a deal with this like four years back about oh, not allowing yeah. that on profile photos, and you guys did it very gracefully uh, because you, yeah. you had to uh, be okay enough for, to be on an app, even though yeah. Recon's not an app, though, is it? Well, it's a, it's well, a website it and app. It, 
Exactly. And that's the difficulty. And I think that's the confusion for people that join because they don't realize that some of their pictures aren't going to be viewed on certain platforms. Right. So you have essentially you have one profile, but it can be viewed on either a website or an app. Yeah. Well, and then to, to make things worse, <laughs> you can be viewed on an iPhone app or an Android app and right. they're completely different rules altogether. So that's a lot to manage, but you haven't gone so far as to like, I know that Scruff has doesn't even allow a shirtless picture whatsoever. Yeah, you haven't I can still show my nipple. Your audience, <laughs> but... Well, but, but. Uh, but that's because that's because Scruff don't have a website. If Scruff mm-hmm. had a website, they would be able to do the same thing that we uh, were th- that we're doing. So so that's why we're kind of really conscious about managing all three of those platforms. But I have to admit, it can be confusing as a, just like a regular person um, who ha- like a you know if if you're someone who has multiple profiles. So you have Scruff profile, Recon profile, and a Grind profile. All these different places or platforms have different rules, and if you don't understand the rules and regulations behind all of these platforms, you sometimes go, well, I can do this on, you know, Recon, but I can't do this on Scruff, or I can't do this on yeah. um, So you're Recon. compared it's just, a lot, It's really confused. Right? Yeah. You compared completely. And it was one of the things like last year with, um, you know, Grindr saying that they were going to remove their ethnicity filter, for example. Yeah, you um, talked about that in the race episode. That, oh, uh, it was like probably the darkest time of last year for me. So explain all of that, that whole So one day I wake up and I get on my phone, basically Grinder has announced that they're going to remove the ethnicity filter. And that is not necessarily the issue I have. The issue I had with it was they were aligning it so much with George Floyd's murder and the Black Lives Matter movement and trying to be like, oh, we're doing this in solidarity of this. So that solves the problem. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 no. So then, so then obviously, you know what it is like on social media, people got the pitchforks and started being like, recon, what are you going to do about this? And I think that a lot of brands felt like they needed to respond to the moment appropriately mm-hmm. and they just did a quick jerk reaction and just cancelled the whole thing and i was like no let's stop let's think about this logically and ultimately i do think it's because my team is quite diverse we have black people we have white people we, within our company and customer support we have asian people so we were very much like okay yes we I've always felt very uncomfortable with the ethnicity filter anyway, but I understand its purpose mm. in the right context. Sure, sure. And so then we went back and we had lots of conversations and I, you know, it was kind of decided, I don't think we should remove this without getting the point of view from our members first, because ultimately they pay, you know, a, a membership to be a part of it if you want to do that. Um, and even, you know, they're, they're, they make the community. So they need to kind of like, we need to get their opinion about what they, how they feel about it. I wasn't going to allow outside social media forces to kind of like influence my decision-making. And I didn't, and I wanted to respect the moment as well and not do this knee-jerk reaction in kind of solving, I'm taking away a symptom or taking away a tool, but rather actually, if we're going to do this, let's do it properly and dismantle it completely. Just dismantle systemic racism completely. And the only way that you can do it is really get to the root of the problem and also educate people as Mm -hmm. well, you know? So 
it, it we decided not to remove it at the time and we had a whole plan as to what we were going to do and um i wrote a statement the statement went out and it was i think it was mixed because people were still very angry mm-hmm. about stuff and i think that ultimately it either made people go yay recon or it went oh, I'm going to be quiet now because you've made a good point. Or being like, <laughs> well, you've made a point, but my black friend still says that this is wrong. And I'm like, well, <laughs> sorry, but Leon is one person and cannot, cannot, you know, talk for the whole entire black population. But well, so, one thing that I noted in that podcast is how many people you said reached out to you personally through your social medias and wanted you to be their oh, black ally. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, You're their no, one no, friend. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm the one friend. And I'm like, girl, I didn't even know you that well. Like, we are not friends. Speak up for me. Speak up for me. We are not friends. Like, I had to, I had to, that, that day that the statement went out, there was one guy in particular who I won't name, but I met for the first time law uh, maybe 2019 had a great during mir had a great whole relationship with him and i was really just like you know it was like when i met you guys it was like someone that i really wanted to meet you 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 know you've spoken to them on the internet you've seen them on the internet you have conversations and then to see him kind of just go off in such a way and tag me tag recon and it was horrible it mm. was so horrible oh. because i was thinking to myself well, clearly, you know me. You don't know the whole of me, but you know what I'm about. You know that I've been concentrating on representation within Recon as a black man anyway. Mm, do you yeah. really think that I'm going to like do something that is to the detriment of my own people? Mm, maybe not. And then when he was so vocal on social media, and then when it went, when the uh, statement went out, he just DM'd me and went, oh, thank you for making that really good point. I didn't think about it. I was like, I was thinking, no, bitch, you need to go on your social <laughs> no. and say it loud there. I cannot I, stand I, people like that. And I just went, unfollow. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even respond because I was I was so hurt by it. And I think that people don't realize as well, like we had an influx of customer support emails as well off the back of that statement. So then it was like you have to go through you know all that. customer support i had to go through it all mm-hmm. i it was it was so horrible i had to read all these mm-hmm. things and people using my full name that is that's something really different being like what's your full name this. that sandy what <laughs> my, my, my name my full name is sandy pianum so okay. people writing like sandy pianum is oh, it was horrible because oh, you're man. the face of the company so these are your values yeah but like, yeah. I, I get that too from like, cause I do the socials for Mr. S leather. And so I'll get yeah. stuff in my inbox. Like I'm, I don't talk for Mr. S leather. <laughs> they tell me yeah. what to put out. Oh, I still get messages from people being like, when is this coming back on Mr. S? And I'm like, I don't even work there I, anymore. Get I, the fuck out of my inbox. I don't know when the new colors of puppy hoods are coming out. I swear to God. <laughs> but I mean, I, that, and I think that's kind of where well, you guys know this as well. Like, you know, what, uh, my life is so linked to recon it's they're kind of inextricably linked in a way so having this year kind of really off not traveling has done a world of good for me in some ways and then you know the whole that whole 
moment with the statement kind of went a bit shitty but like that was that was kind of the motivation as well behind the podcast and being mm. like do you know what i really want to speak on these things and mm. be you know i've had loads of experiences as well where how many loads? Maybe <laughs> at least 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you, you do. You have a platform, yeah. you have a microphone, you might as well use it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm and, glad you are. And I understand as well the power and influence that it can bring other people. So, so for example, I, I often feel like when, if anyone is curious about kink, what are their references to kind of find out more? You know, it's either going to be porn, which sometimes isn't a true depiction about what kink and fetish is about, what? which, <laughs> which, okay. <laughs> or, and I'm not, I'm not putting that down, but I'm just saying that, you know, that shouldn't be the only reference or sure. it's these kind of like medical journals that are basically un like trying to unpick the psychology behind it mm. and essentially you know calling you out to being a bit like different or crazy or whatever and and i don't think that that's a healthy um approach yeah. to approaching your sex life anyway True. so but i feel like exactly what's yeah. the alternative so that's why i like what, that's why i really like what you guys do because oh. it is you know putting out sex in a real positive <laughs> sex positive way and <laughs> how else are people gonna learn do you know what i mean and sure. i feel like we have a place in recon um to kind of deliver something in that as well and oh I yeah just, absolutely I, I feel more empowered now than i ever have been to make sure that i speak on it mm. show it like I don't only just want to show it. I don't want to use people as props, like as visual props. I want them to be able to speak as well, mm -hmm. because I think it's really funny doing the podcast as well. A lot of people have got in contact with me being like, and I don't know whether this is shady or not, but they were like, oh, you're really intelligent. You're really smart. <laughs> like, you, like you come across, you come across like you really know your stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because I play the fool. That's my kind of like persona. I, well, I play the fool. Okay, so that's valid. So when, I, when I, I'm listening to your podcast, I'm listening to what your thoughts are. It's different than seeing you spin like a top through an event. <laughs> so, yeah. So yes, I, I, were, think... I, I, I was a little caught, caught off guard on that one. And that's, and that's completely fine. <laughs> and I think that there is room for both as well because Absolutely. The, me twirling around MIR enables some other black gay kid who really wants to get into the scene to be like oh my god I can be fabulous like Sandy yeah. and I've got that kind of like feedback but then also you know me speaking on the podcast about black gay kinky issues mm. has really empowered this person to be like you know what fuck this shit I'm gonna make sure that I'm you know sticking up for myself or understanding my self-worth when it comes to these kind of like online interactions when someone's being maybe you know racist or you know having i've got microaggressions in you know the scene or whatever like yeah. i i don't necessarily that's not my intent but it's my but i understand that there is power behind it you know well and you guys don't just understand it you call it out for what it is like and i think going yeah. back to kind of kind of full circling the conversation like recon gets it might get like uh, accused of you know this or that with a statement about Black Lives Matter, but you guys are actually having a statement that is fully formed and and hitting the topic you know head on. Whereas like a, the walk. a scruff or a grinder, yeah. I I have no problems even calling them out. 
avoid the controversy by trying to be like, well, look, no, we did post a person of color in this ad that we did. If someone calls <laughs> yeah, him, right. if someone calls him out, right? You know, yeah. or like when censorship <laughs> comes along, one black friend. Yeah, no. Right? I, when the, when the censorship started coming along for like nudity on profiles, Scruff said, well, we can't make money, so we're just going to take away that entirely. Didn't right. side with the community. Didn't didn't transparently tell people, but then continued to allow the very thin athletic muscle tops to post themselves in their skimpy g-strings and thongs because that sells but then started blocking all of the people that were of you know maybe a heavier set or into like leather the number of and i deleted my scruff because the number of times my profile image of me in full leathers were blocked for nudity and yeah provocative like whatever fetish wear they wanted to call it i was just like i'm done with you guys well your face is very provocative oh thank you yeah (laughs) but i'm just like i want to commend you guys because you guys don't just avoid the topic you you, fully tackle and attack and literally tackle it with consent abuse the topic you know like (laughs) you whip it (laughs) but but that's the thing it's because i genuinely just don't understand it and i'm someone who doesn't in my own personal life the one thing that i do not and cannot stand it's hypocrisy. Thank you. Like I try hard, as hard as possible, not to oh, be a same. hypocrite myself. Same. Like, and if someone were to say, "Oh, Sandy, like you're doing this, and you're accusing this person of doing it, but you're doing it as well," I'm always the first one, the person to be like, "Okay, fuck, I okay, okay, sure. I admit it." Yeah. And it's really hard to do that, but I don't like hypocrisy. So when I see something here over in the corner, and I'm like, "But this is the same exact thing." For me, I don't understand the whole thing around fetish content um and this is why the the lore episode was really interesting because one of the things that we face on recon when it comes to you know profiles is essentially the law comes down to it and i think this is uk law i don't know what it's like in the us um but uk law is about in all in order for it to pass as a passable photo you have to be able to explain this to a child and I'm like, why is your child looking on recon? Yeah, and why would you? Yeah. <laughs> or the other bit of the law states, if you were to show someone outside of this community, this picture, what would their reaction be? So if someone is tied up completely, like hogtied yeah. um, and blindfolded and gagged in the UK, you cannot have that on because of community on, standards. Yeah. See exactly how do you how does that person say that they want to take away their consent from being in that position? Yeah. And if they're blindfolded, they can't blink at you or make eye like they can't stare at you being like with terror in the eyes, being like, <laughs> let me out. Or they can't, you know, if they gag, they can't say anything. If they can grunt, grunt come on. What if what if <laughs> recon what if, what if here's a thought, here's a thought. What if recon had like an Instagram filter that was like a little speech bubble where you could be like, I'm fine, I wanted this, or like you know, like a Snapchat filter, go, that, a Snapchat that filter. One, I oh, gave consent a, <laughs> to that, be tortured. Let me, let me just let me just write that down and pass that on to the panel. Uh, Sandy, you're not you're not writing down with a pen. Um, I, oh, that, oh, oh no. Well, oh, I don't know. We live in 2021. No one has a pen. I don't have a pen in my house. I'm like, oh, uh, I've got one there. So, okay. so Sandy, now that uh, the vaccine vaccine is getting rolled out and stuff, what do you think the next big event is you're going to go to? Oh dear. Are you looking forward to events again? I would, do you know what I really miss? 
the hotels. I really no. The mileage points. No. Mileage points. The the lounge. Oh, the airline lounge, God. isn't it? Stop it. My BA reward points have gone down the fucking. Brain. I know. I, so is I, mine. I haven't even looked in that app. So I I was gold at one point. I don't know why I'm now. Yeah, she was. She was gold. Yeah. Um. You're pewter now. I think. Oh, God, yeah, I know, right? No, just trash. Trash. Sorry, I'm sorry. You're now trash. Um, I'm I, I really miss I really miss gearing up mm. like oh really and and turning a look and this is and this is something weird for me as well because it was becoming a thing of where getting into rubber felt like work oh that's why I don't do it <laughs> do you see my hairy body oh my god getting into a cat suit is like wrestling pigs but in a what? blanket. It's but just... what I mean is that it wasn't fun because often oh. when I'm getting ready, it's because I'm getting ready for the next thing. Quickly, so it's like yeah. Lady Gaga plane, club, another club, another club, orgy, another club, another club. <laughs> orgy. Exactly. And I don't party. like walking another out drink. into cold another air drink. than hot air, cold air, hot exactly. air. Ugh. So it it was becoming. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't becoming. It wasn't fun anymore. To be sure, honest. Sure. Um, but the last time I geared up was actually for. A photo shoot for the next issue, um, the next recon issue, issue three that's coming out. Um, hopefully, <laughs> everything kind of opens back out. But um, yeah, and and that way, and I really missed that aspect of it. And mm. I and I wore like some rubber chaps with a jock and like a little rubber crop top, and I was just like, oh, I look really good. I really miss doing this. Oh, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> he said, with so so modest. Um, yeah, but I I'm I'm that. like watching my socials fill up with people like all happy they got a hotel room at MAL. Uh, I I'm hearing about Berlin maybe happening. Yeah. So I, I, do you know what? I'm I'm on the pessimistic side. Yeah, I kind of am too. I'm like I don't I, know if I want to hug and kiss that many people right now. Well, this is the other thing. I think so. There are two things for me. Right. I don't know. I think that we're kind of like jumping the gun a little bit, and I think that. Ultimately, yeah, the vaccine is going to roll out and, you know, some countries will be faster than others. But because everyone's on this different time frame, it's going to be really hard to mix as a global population again, I think. The way we used Um, to, And I think that I'm not sure... Oh, this is going to sound really horrible to say, but I'm not sure whether events will actually happen this year. If I'm being yeah, honest. I don't know either. I really don't. I don't. I think people I just are don't being optimistic. see that happening because I think that the on the flip side is this, like like you've just said, there are going to be many people that feel this kind of like Anxiety. fear Anxiety. about going back into these kind of spaces in the way that we went. We used to go into these spaces, you know. Sure. And for events, for any fetish or kink event, it's like how do you navigate? you know, this fear where we're all supposed to be touching each other. And, and, <laughs> it's, and it's not an irrational fear. It's a valid fear. It's uh, a valid fear. I kind yeah. of am like doing a litmus test of stadium concerts. If they're yes. doing stadium concerts again, then I will do an event. And and they're I've, safe. And I've got tickets to go see Gaga. So if that's Oh, we had Billy Eilish right. and and oh. I was so upset. Like, he was so uh, upset. We we were supposed to do that back in March or April or something. Right when it started, yeah. yeah. And then Ticketmaster literally took a year to pay us back the tickets because they would never refund us. But that's another thing all entirely. <laughs> that's his pep tea. <laughs> so I, haven't even got, I haven't even got my... I don't think... Uh, anyway, it's all about... Yeah. yeah. Look into <laughs> next, your concert next, next. ticket to refund. So, yeah. 
so I don't I don't think I don't for me and recon we've not made any plans this year to travel anywhere yeah um and um because people were getting in contact with me being like i've got my hotel for mal and i was like good for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, and and iml has announced a date iml and and mir are now a weekend apart yeah which is just ridiculous right before christmas i didn't know that they're both in november well alleged not well they announced the dates they said that they announced the dates and hoping that it happens right but i'm also just like what do you do you expect people to take off an entire week and a half just to make sure they can go to MAL M- MIR or are you hoping yeah, that like the it's frustrating as someone who's not going to be at both of them or not legally like or not legally like logistically it's really hard to do that back to back yeah i don't understand why we do that sometimes as a community like why would you why would you why would you do that like whenever we do events i all like our events manager antoine i fucking love him he's like I like he's like it, w- w- yeah with the calendar he's like tom cruise in the minority report he's like swishing things around and being like the only time that we can do is this specific day and i'm like bitch this is why you have a job i like, often i often think whenever i see him and you at events i'm like thank god sandy has antoine <laughs> yeah do you know do you know one year she Darkland, will be somewhere antoine, else <laughs> i know i've had to do it by myself once oh antoine no i was, couldn't imagine was that not able to uh wasn't able to come to Darklands one year and he left me like a manual like <laughs> literally like that thick you had a book of just, like this is what you do and I was like huh? and we walked in the first day to go and set up our booth space we walked in and they hadn't given us the correct booth space like it was so much oh, smaller that happens and a lot. I I went in and I just went huh? <laughs> and they were and they were like you know, my team is like normally six of us were there, and I just went okay, and everyone just starts going, "Well, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this." We and I was like, "Okay, stop!" And I just went outside, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna, this is gonna be so bad." I was like, "Antoine, I need Antoine." So I love Antoine's bit, but um, yeah. we were we've been discussing a lot about the events this year, and I just don't think it's gonna happen. The yeah. thing that I, you know, the one event that I would love to go to though, if all of this shit was like clear and free, I miss mir with every fiber in my being i fucking love that event so much it's it's a good good sized event honestly it's probably going to be the safest event if events start back up because oh yeah everyone gas mask up we're good (laughs) (laughs) there there is something really i just i really identify with the spirit of that event like yeah, I it, love the freedom and flexibility of expression that you have there. Um, I love how fun it is. I love the production value of They put the on event. a good show, yeah. They put on a fucking good show. Yeah. And and I feel like the people that go to MIR are very open to being inclusive as well, which again kind of really goes hand in hand with what I you know, want to push as well. So I have to give it up to those guys. Those guys always, you know. Yeah, and for the listeners, MIR is Mr. International Rubber. That's usually in Chicago, or it is always in Chicago in November or December. Yeah. We have we have videos all about uh, Sandy's in that video too, twirling and yelling. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy always he's kind of like Waldo. He pops up in all of our if, videos. If I turn the camera it. on, he usually just pops up and is like, "Oh, hello, hi, hi." I is just, this my life? I just uh, I really miss being in front of the camera. As well. <laughs> 
no. Oh, well, we miss you too. <laughs> I, miss, I, miss, I do, I do miss it. But the thing is, as well, I think a lot of people kind of, you know, just because we're not able to meet in real life, like the the community is still up and running, and you know, there are so many groups doing kind of virtual stuff, and I know that there are yeah. lots of people still trying to keep in contact with each other and keeping them. You know, and doing all these really cool challenges on Instagram or like gearing up for certain things. I and I love all of that. Like I, I love the spirit that, you know, is still alive and well. So but yeah, I just events I, this year, ma'am. It's gonna no, be hard. I don't think so. Yeah, no, it's gonna I don't, be hard. I don't think so. <sighs> but I haven't but and, and I don't wanna sound like really like Debbie Downer about it. I wanna kind yeah. of give us a bit of hope, but I'm just trying to be realistic as well. No, yeah. I agree. I, I hear you there, and I, I want I want to be cautious as well if we do start to go back into events like ourselves. But it's going to take time. It's yeah. going to take a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of masks, and it's going to take a lot of patience, and it's going to take a lot of yeah. You want to get to an event really bad, but it's not worth putting yourself at risk, putting p- other people at risk. Exactly. And that's kind of what yeah. people just need to remember. As much as yes, getting your sexy times on is important. You have you have your social media. You can keep in contact. You can find people on Recon. Good plug, yeah. good plug, good plug. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. <laughs> Just quarantine first. <laughs> no money was exchanged in this no, no. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, I, I I I've been trying really hard to be responsible and also be responsible on behalf of like recon. Like so many people are messaging me being sure. like, Well, you guys could do small things and blah 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 blah. And I'm just like you know, even for queen? us. <laughs> what? Sorry, what did you say? No, I didn't say anything. No, go, go on. Did I, miss another, did I miss another? No, point? he's no, a no, size no, no, queen. No. It was a, it was a oh. uh, small joke. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, even for us to like, I know that some events are kind of like we'll have announced dates or pushing people to buy tickets and stuff like that. I'm kind of a bit like, I don't want to do that on recon because I feel like. I want to be responsible and not telling our members, hey, you should go off and do this now. Like, I just don't think that's a good message to kind of send out. Sure. Yeah. So um, I want everyone to be responsible and be safe. But I also, I do, the other thing is this, I really do understand this whole aspect of, I'm over it. I'm, I'm going to act out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. People have not so, had sex for a year. I mean, there are some people who have just <laughs> not, they don't have a social buddy. They don't have, yeah. they just don't have that. So they are chomping yeah. at the bits. They need sex. But I mean, to that, I also remember I have friends in like healthcare and nurses and like, imagine how they feel when they see sure. people being like, yeah. Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is stupid. Yeah. What I'm talking, like, I'm talking about like, the, the the people that kind of like I don't know maybe you have hooked up during this time socially responsible like, yeah totally fine yeah and it's just like I, I I don't want people going to oh my god that whole when I saw the videos of people like sinking on these boats I was like <laughs> the metaphor is just <laughs> crazy isn't it? this is why gays can't have nice things yeah. like, <laughs> but like socially responsibly finding a single person that you and they have both quarantined and and or gotten tested and are just seeing each other like that's there's nothing wrong with that it's just we need to have more resources and educating around that that makes that acceptable but also make sure people are like safe and i think that that's the whole conversation or the whole the, the moral of today's conversation is like it's difficult to navigate these scenes 
But if you're listening and you're actually being responsible and smart and educating not only yourself, but other people in the process, there are right ways to do it. You know, there's, there's wrong ways too, but there are every, everyone is valid in what they want to do and how they do it. You just have to be smart and safe about it. You know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. But that's like, I think that's kind of like generally my philosophy for life, to be honest. Like, Everyone has their thing that they want to do. Let them do it as long as they're doing it safely and responsibly, and and just to to help others. It sounds so corny. I I said this on the video, the video that we recorded. I always feel like some like, you know, this is the Oprah Winfrey part of me that is just like, be care, like be nice to each other. Yes, and yes, like, yes. And you, the, the Anna Wintour, and that's you like, can I? <laughs> No, it's true. Like, and I and I think that's that's what I love about the the King community as well. That we do have these, you know, coming togethers and like supporting each other and just like showing out. What what I like about the King community is I think they do communicate more before hooking yeah. up. Um, yeah. and like rack, they know it's risk aware. So yeah. you know what you're getting into. You take the proper precautions. It's kind of like the early days of AIDS. How did you navigate your sex life and keep yeah. yourself safe? And there are different, definite ways to do it. There's use of condoms and barriers and masks and testing. Um, I, I don't see that outside of the community so much, but that's what I really like about Kingsters. But that's because we, and this is something that I want to, this is an episode of the podcast that I really want to do, talk about. Um, that's because we have, I think, a little bit less shame in oh yeah, you did lives. say that. I thought that was a very good point because we're yeah. open about it. We talk about it. We're not hiding yeah. something. Yeah, um, that was and a I really think good that's, point. That's one of the things. That's actually the common denominator and all the big topics that we've spoken about on the on the podcast. It all comes down to shame and mm-hmm. shame from different parts of your life experiences, yeah. whether they're within the kink community or without. Because I mean, outside of it, rather. Um, and again, I just want to emphasize people within the kink community always forget that people have outside influences that, that make who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we just get so absorbed in the fact that like, we're a rubberman or a leatherman right. or we're a and puppy. That's who and we that's are all we the are. time. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's not who I am. There's a person the behind that like, profile. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you know having that aspect of like remembering that there are we're very multifaceted people Mm -hmm. is really important in approaching sex and approaching our lives as well so yeah i think that we we talk a lot like you said we talk so much about what we're into how we want to conduct our session um that there is this there's less shame around it i i definitely feel that way I mean, if you go through my Instagram, you can. De- my Instagram is like a journey of like how I got to the point that I'm up to now, oh, and you can definitely it. see there's a f- switch and where I'm like, oh, I, I'm not, I'm not. I'm embracing this anymore. now. <laughs> I'm embracing this now, yeah. and it's just like, <clears throat> um, and it's all around my experiences around shame as well. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really want to de- delve deep into that whole aspect of it because we, we just as a king community, we just have less of it. Yeah, true. No, I agree. It's true. But we still, I mean, that stigma and shame comes from, a, like you said, multifaceted parts of our lives. You don't know someone's mm. journey. You don't know someone's triggers. You don't know someone's like upbringing, yeah. background. Yeah. And so I think that that's also a big takeaway is just like 
let people explore, let people gain the knowledge, let people figure out what they're into and, and help them if they, if they, if they want and need it. But like you are not the per you're not in charge of someone else's journey. You're not in charge of when that person comes out or becomes okay with themselves, but you can be there to be like destigmatizing things for them. The best yeah. we can do sometimes is just educate and hopefully leave someone better than when we found them. You know, come on, come on, final words. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was that too heavy handed of a wrap up as we get to like an hour and a half of filming? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that was cute. And now I'm like, yeah, stop walking, raising the flag. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> See, you don't need events. Uh, Sandy. Sandy, <laughs> what? I am an event. You, you are, are an event. event. <laughs> this has been an event. I hope that you guys enjoyed SandyCon uh, Sandy 2021. <laughs> Consider that solo. I would go to that. I'm going to RuPaul the shit out of that one day. You watch. SandyCon. Sandy's next kink superstar. I don't know. We'll work on it. We'll, we'll work, work on it. it. Darn. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'd watch it. I still like Sandy Trap. <laughs> <laughs> but da- <laughs> Sandy, not to cut you off or cut you short, um, because you are. Oh, oh, oh. He is. I'm, I'm not censoring you. I'm not censoring you. <laughs> where can people continue to watch you, though? Find more of you. Listen to you talk, work, and or just give opinions on things. Work it. <laughs> um, okay, so I suppose I mean I should really push recon, shouldn't I? You, you can check out. All <laughs> you don't the have to. <laughs> I mean, no, I should. No, I will. Because the thing is, that's where the most. That's where most of like the videos are. So, um, if you want to join recon, um, go to www.recon.com or slash app to download one of the apps. Um, but you can check out our YouTube channel as well. It's just recon. Search for it. Um, and also Instagram. My Instagram is at that. Oh my God, what? I'm not good at this. It's okay, it's okay. Sandy, I'll okay. talk for him. Sandy, now. we can plug you if you need. We'll plug you. Both, both physically we'll or... You. Both sides. My Instagram and Twitter is um, at that underscore Sandy. S-A-N-D-Y. None of this IE shit. <laughs> oh, and remember when we were on his YouTube uh, oh, channel? Boy, yes. do I. Oh, boy, do you oh, know? Wait. It didn't get it didn't get up, did it? Yes, it did. <laughs> no, I thought it the tape was stolen. The first... The, no, the first time that oh, we recorded, okay. the camera was stolen. So then right. we had to record a second oh, time. Oh, we recorded it. Yes. yes. But oh, that great. video of you two just, like, there's like a little trailer for it, and you guys are tying me up. Mm. That's one of the most watched videos on our on our channel now. I'm surprised just you can get I'm that like, on YouTube. But, yeah, you look it's hot. Still, it, it's still there. <laughs> you look sexy and hot, tied up. We need to do more of that. We should do another one of those. Yeah, I mean... I'm yeah when I'm available like I'm not doing anything okay well. and you can find me at pup amp on all social media I'm gonna let these two flirt after the fact but I have to also end this podcast daddy where can people find you uh, I'm on mrchristopher.com or Christopher Weston on Twitter and that's Christopher with a K and you can find us everywhere at what's the safe word or the podcast what's your safe word um sandy again as always you are lovely uh, you are so high energy so and much fun a delight please go check out the uh, youtube video we did with sandy years ago but still with a very important message around representation race and why seeing people that look like you in not only the kink scene but in media is important yeah sandy you get the last word oh god he's silent look at that for once. Just wow. one word. <laughs> Just one word. It could be a sentence or a phrase. Go. Um, take care of each other. 
in this time, that was shit. <laughs> no, 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 that was great. He goes to me all the time. He's like, Daddy, tell them something. And I'm like, my mind goes blank. I have nothing of importance to say. So you think about it, you get back to us, and we'll, we'll re-air your very important message. Oh, no, no, I'm leaving that in. No. And okay. scene. <laughs> Jane, not this. Not this, Jane. Leave it in, leave it in, leave it in.